You are now experiencing the roller coaster known as country music. Sit back, relax, keep your hands and feet inside the vehicle at all times, fasten your seat belts, and be sure to tip your waiters and waitresses. Now, without further ado, your guides, Ryan and Jordan. This is the Country Music Critic. Here we are. We're here. <laughs> this week is going to be really different because we go from a true outlaw to mainstream. Yeah, extremely like, mainstream and you know, new-ish. Yeah, it's, it's like a 360. It's complete turnaround here. But that is country music. I will say, before we get started... I was not a fan of this artist yeah. at all, and I was one of the people that's like, that ain't country, but after I got to know him, I respected him a lot mm-hmm. more, so I get it. What about you? Before, I, before I say his name, where do Man. you stand? Um, I respect him. He came from humble beginnings, um, and anybody who can kind of pull themselves out of, which I'm not going to say it was... An awful situation because it you know, sounds like he had a strong family life. Yeah, but you know, you know he was absent his father. Um, but I mean, so is yeah seventy percent of the people in this world now. So right. I mean, I I'm not a huge fan of a lot of his music. Mm-hmm. I like a couple songs, but I respect him. I'll say yeah. that. Yeah. Well, folks, I'm going to go ahead and let you know the artist that we're doing is the artist that Jordan has a tattoo on his arm for, <laughs> Mr. Kane Brown. That right there was Kane Brown's first radio single. A lot of people heard him for the first time there, mm-hmm. unless you were a big diehard fan and followed him on social media where he rose to fame, as you're going to hear, and, by doing covers. And on The X Factor. He was on that as well. Oh, was he really? Yeah. Like how long ago, though? Uh, I don't know the year. but Oh, he was, he was that's on. right. Okay, yes. They tried to put him in a group. That's right. But that's right. he said he wanted to go solo. Yep. So, uh Actually, it's maybe putting the cart before the horse, but it he, is okay. Yeah, we I'm got gonna, that. I'm gonna hold the. I'm gonna hold the horse. Yeah, I, I'll let you hold that back. All right. So, Mr. Kane Allen Brown was born October the 21st, 1993. His birthday jam was "Dream Lover" by Mariah Carey. He was born in Chattanooga, Tennessee, slash Northwest uh, Georgia. He spent so much time in between. I want to know. Can you hit that note? Which one? Dream lover. <laughs> I don't think I've ever heard it, have I? Is I it is it a big hit? I think I'm yeah mixing up uh, two songs. I am. You could be. I was thinking of Dream Weaver. Oh yeah, yeah. Get you through the night. <laughs> I, I I see what you're talking about. But, I see. Yeah. Well, anyways, his mom Tabitha Brown. She, uh, it's kind of funny because I'm not saying this to be any other way, but this was all over the internet. He has a white mom, and his dad is an African American slash Cherokee. Okay, 
His dad's been in jail since 96, mm -hmm. which would have meant that Kane's dad went to jail when Kane was three. Mm -hmm. Now, could you imagine? Uh, I couldn't. No, I, I was extremely blessed growing up. You know, I mean, had my dad in my life, but uh, I couldn't imagine you know, not having either one you know, of my parents with me the whole time you know, growing up. Yeah, and the funny thing is, is like Cain, he didn't even realize that he was biracial until he was in the set. He was around seven or eight years old. And what really brought that to light is somebody in school called him the N-word, which caused him to get into the first of uh, very many fights that right. he would be in. Uh, before we go any further, speaking of that, mm -hmm. I got a lot of respect for Kane because when people put articles on there and then they comment gangster country, bro country, right. Kane's the first one to go say, hey, look, dude, whether you like it or not, move on. So I have to give Kane some uh, credit because well, he don't give a shit to stand up to no, nobody. And this is what I don't like about that. When you say, oh, that's you know, thug country or you know, gangster country, that's racist. Yeah, yeah, exactly. It's country. I mean, it is country. There are so many you know, versions of country, but it's all country. Well, I would like to go on the record and say it's today's country. It's not the Wayland country. No, definitely and not the Wayland it, But country. it's today's country. Like, at today's country status, Well, you have to think is. about this. If you say today's country, you're saying Kane Brown. You're saying Cody Johnson. You're saying Tyler Childers. You're saying Sturgill Simpson. You're saying Chris Stapleton. You're saying Miranda Lambert. You're saying Blake Shelton. Are all of them the same? No. It is mm. a, a jacket... Uh, many colors. It is the coat of many colors that Dolly Parton's mama made her from rags. Well, I mean, <laughs> that's and, what country music and, is. And I'm I'm on that bandwagon of country music till the day I die. But I would say a lot of these artists, had they had the studio musicians, the technology technology that we have now, mm -hmm. they would sound just like this. A lot like it, probably. Yeah. Now, it may not sold back then because mm -hmm. it would have sounded like a 70s disco it would sound like to somebody like, in the 50s. You from know? Saturn, it wouldn't have sounded like it was from America. Yeah. Well, so sometimes in uh, Kane's life, sometimes he would find himself homeless, uh, the family that he was living with. After a few years of school changes, he ended up singing in choir with someone who... He uh, did one of the first duets with, and she's also famous in her own right, which mm -hmm. is Laura Elena. Do you, do you know who she is? Uh, we met her in, in the airport. That's right. Yeah. Well, here she is with What If. Not so fast, but you make your mind up, I gotta ask. What if I was made for you, and you were made for me? What if this is it? What if it's meant to be? So I was trying to look at the year of when that song come out. What year did you say that you guys seen her in the uh, airport? 
to be 2015. 2015. Mm-hmm. That that song. It was out before 2015, and I could be wrong. We'll get to looking through the history, but I was just wondering how close of a time it was. I didn't know who she was when we saw her. My wife watched American Idol, and she was like, oh, that's Lauren Elena. She thinks an awful lot of herself. (laughs) It was real early in the morning. She was belting out a song. Right. She was like, she's she's getting on my nerves, which, before we go any further, I want to... I want to give a shout out to my wife. It is our seventh wedding anniversary today. Congratulations. Thank you. Thank Seven you. years. Amen. Wow. She puts up with a lot. I put up with a little. It's a yeah. nice little mix. Okay. All right. Is there any song that we should play at the end? Yeah, the song we uh, uh, <coughs> danced to uh, first at our wedding. We'll, we'll play it. We'll who who it. was it? Ed Sheeran. Ed Sheeran. Mm-hmm. Let me guess. I don't, it was I'm waiting for you to guess. <laughs> it's the one that was played a zillion times that year. He looked at me well, like he just got tased. What was the name of it? Uh, thinking Out Loud. Yes. <laughs> like, at that moment in my life, I was doing a lot of wedding videos. Yeah. And, like, every girl's like, I want my trailer to be this. Yeah. And I'm like... After you've done about 25 of them, you kind of lose creativity with that though. song. It mm-hmm. is, it is, but is it a eternal song that you would listen to for the rest of your life? Yeah. You would? Yeah. Like, on repeat? Yeah, I would. Okay, well. It's a great song. I mean, I know it's your anniversary. He's got the voice of an angel. Yeah, well. Back to Mr. Kane Brown. So, he grew up on R&B, and then in talent in school, he started doing talent shows, he actually sung the song Getting You Home by Chris Young. Now, what a full circle moment that's right. going to end up being. But he performed that song. He auditioned for American Idol and The X Factor. 2013, he left the show because they wanted him to be in a boy band, like you had mentioned, mm-hmm. Jordan, which now he signed Restless Road. Yeah. It's Restless Road? Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. Restless Road. He signed them, which is kind of another full circle mm-hmm. moment. That was the guys he was supposed to be in the group with on the show. And uh, when he said he wanted to go solo, and they said, well, you know, I'm sorry. He left the show. And after that, after he's made it, you know, pretty good. I mean, he's he's pretty big. After the fact, he signed, you know, that band he was supposed to you know, join at the time. Yeah. So... He was supposed to be in Restless Road. Right. But he chose he wanted to be a solo act. So he left the show, and he's now signed them. That's the only people he has on his label. Well, you know, what the funny thing is, is like I I never knew of Kane Brown until I started seeing his YouTube covers. Mm -hmm. Because that was the time where a lot Mm -hmm. of people done that. And nowadays, Mm -hmm. people, they they don't, it's uh, TikTok. That's what they go to. Yeah, I mean, they still post. Yeah. But at that time, Kane was in it at the perfect time. He was. Which also, and I believe we've talked about this, I don't really know how I feel about people getting famous off social media. Yeah. Because it's not like it's playing in a bar like it used to be. But, like you said, mm-hmm. keyboard warriors mm-hmm. are the worst Critics that you'll ever have. They're the biggest assholes to walk the earth. So, what do you think, people? Should we start giving these people credit? Because you can perform in a bar where people could throw a beer at you or boo Mm -hmm. you off stage, or you could perform on social media and they just say whatever they want to say. I think think it's all a part 
of uh, the evolution of you know, people and of music. In the mm -hmm. 70s, you go to a bar. It's a lot different than you go to a bar now. Uh, I mean, you used to go to a smoke-filled bar room where you know, anything could happen. You could have a, you know, <clears throat> a biker gang pull up in the in the parking lot and they come in. You never know what's going to happen. Now you don't see as much of that. You're not going to see any smoke. If you do, they're getting kicked out. Yeah. Because you're not allowed to smoke in a in a bar now. But um, it's all it's all changed. Every aspect of life has changed from then. Some for the better, some for the not so much. But it's all changed. And as I mean, <clears throat> yeah, kids every day are singing online, and somebody is telling them that they're awful and that you know they should kill themselves and this is happening to kids all the time it's bullying but it's online bullying so that gives somebody the idea that it's okay because they don't have to you know look that person in the eyes but the fact of the matter is that is affecting that person that you're talking to just as much especially somebody who is you know, trying to make it big and they're singing online they're putting their their heart and soul out there for the world to judge right and you got people that are you know taking advantage of that and just ripping them apart and i know you're gonna have critics online and in real life right but the critics online just don't really have you know, balls at all because they they can say it and there's yeah, no punishment right so i'm not it, it, i mean it, i'm not saying it's the same but it's pretty close. Well, here's the thing. I if it was me, and it could be because I grew up before social media. When when I played in front of crowds, I learned how to entertain that crowd. Mm -hmm. I learned what to say if the band messes up. Yeah. And on social media, it's almost going to be perfect before you upload right. it. Right. But in the same sense, nowadays, if I had the chance to be famous, I would be scared to death to post something. Yeah. Because if somebody come on there and said something about you, it could be your cousin with a fake account mm -hmm. talking shit. Yeah. I mean, because you just don't know nowadays. So yeah. I believe that we need to give them just as much respect as the bands that's playing yeah. in the bars. Obviously, the bands that play in the bar are staying up later. Yeah. They're, you know, having to go to work and do that as well. I so. think the big difference, though, is... You know, someone who is you know, posting online, they're not getting that you know, stage time in front of a crowd. Right. So when if they were to make it big, they're not going to have near the experience. They're going to go through a lot of growing pains because they're not going to know how to perform in front of a big crowd. Because when you're at home doing it, you're performing in front of a monitor. <laughs> I mean, exactly. and that's it. That's it. So, and if you screw up, you can just you know easily. You know, wipe it away. Right. It's gone forever. Right. On a stage, it's not like that. No, people remember it, and they've had their phone shining yeah. right at you. It's extremely beneficial to have that experience on a stage. But I think you can do both. Yeah, I, I do, too. I think nowadays, the world that we live in, yeah. you should get credit either way. Mm -hmm. So, here we are around 2014, 2015, which was a very big year for Kane. That's when he started with his covers. He had over 7 million views in 2014, which is pretty great at that time. He started raising money to record his own EP, 
Um, and the guy who kind of took to him and helped him do that was Brantley Gilbert's guitar player. And they released Used to Love You Sober, which you heard first. Mm -hmm. The first week, it had a million views in three hours. Do you know where you know, <clears throat> he was working when he decided to pursue you know, music full-time? No. FedEx. Real, you know, I could see that. Yeah. He said, I could see him if something in a was to happen, outfit. if something was to happen, and he wasn't able to play music anymore, he would go back and work for FedEx. He loved it. Wow. He said he had such a great experience there. Now I, I know it. some people who hate FedEx, yeah. but you know, you never know. So the first uh, three hours after "Used to Love You Sober" was posted, it had a million views. Within two weeks, it was at eleven million. Which is crazy. 2014, he sells out his first ever in-person concerts in South Carolina. It was 700 seats, but he sold it out. 2015, the very first time that he met his wife, they were at Top Golf, and she kind of liked to sing too. And she had heard about Kane through her producers, but she didn't really know what she thought. They weren't mm -hmm. formally introduced. 2015, she flies down to see a show in Orlando and never went back. Mm -hmm. So they've been together since then, and that's uh, Caitlin Jane. She is a beautiful, beautiful girl. He finally proposed to her in 2017. Mm -hmm. Do you know the uh, <clears throat> band that he signed? <clears throat> they were friends with his wife. Before she was his wife. Who is that? <clears throat> Restless Road. Oh, okay. All right. So they kind of had a little connection between them. They two. all knew her because she performed as well at the yeah. time. So it was like the same little click. Yeah, it was, a, it was a little click, but it was a little bit, you know, later on down the line, you know, before she met Kane. Yeah. She had heard him talk about him, but she hadn't met him. And then... That's, that's what you just talked when, about. When she though. went to the concert, yeah. she was fully hooked. Yeah. And I'll tell you what, Kane, i got to go ahead and go on there and say, dude, she's beautiful. Mm -hmm. And you guys look so good together. And I'm telling you what, she's his biggest fan. And also, she has a really good friendship with Jason Aldean's wife, Brittany. Uh, there's a couple podcasts out where you can hear them two talking together. Yeah. And it's kind of crazy to see that. The age difference there, you know, but they are. They're really good friends. Now, do you know about their tattoos? No. His wife got a tattoo of him like seven months before they got married. Uh, he promised her. He said, I will get your name tattooed on my body somewhere mm -hmm. before we get married. And everything had got so you know hectic. He was on the road all the time, didn't have any time to... So he, <clears throat> the yeah, day before, she said, she said, what are you doing? She said, you, you know, broke your promise. He said, what do you mean? Yeah, she said, you're supposed to have <clears throat> my name tattooed on your body before we got married. He said, oh, yeah. So he you know, calls up his tattoo artist, pays him an insane amount of money to yeah, fly in from Arizona. So he flies from Arizona to wherever the you know, wedding was at. And an hour before the wedding, he got his wife's name tattooed on his hand. Wow. Yeah. That is awesome. <laughs> so now, they finally tie the knot um, October the 12th, 2008, uh, in Nolansville, Tennessee, at Mint Springs Farm, with about 200 close friends and family. 
Now this song, What's Mine Is Yours, reminds me of the couple. For my life. I didn't catch your number and didn't know your name. Tried to move on, couldn't help to think of you. Now I knew that you change everything. What's mine is yours. Every breath I take, every choice I make, it might sound crazy. All my pain washed away in the blink of an eye. Yeah, you saved me. I gotta say that that's a pretty good love song. It is. It is a good song. You know, and mm-hmm. uh, it it really connects them pretty well. So around 2016 is the first time that he gets invited to go on tour and open for Kane. Uh, he he opens for Florida Georgia Line. Your favorite band. Yeah. <laughs> you know, know honestly right? though, I seen Jason Aldean. I saw Tyler Farr. And I saw Florida Georgia Line in concert, and Florida Georgia Line. Do not tell me it was Rupp Arena. It was not. Where was it at? Uh, uh, Birmingham, Alabama. Okay, me and Kay that year, mm-hmm. 2014, we seen that same lineup, mm-hmm. but it wasn't Kane. Yeah, Kane wasn't in it. No, it was. I, I was saying Florida Georgia Line. Oh, that's okay. your favorite band. It was right before they went out to do their own thing. Yeah, uh, Florida Georgia Line. I don't like their music. But they put on a, a lot better show than Jason Aldean and you know, Tyler Farr did. Like, a hundred times better. Well, I mean, you know, if I was into the Backstreet Boys, I get it. I mean, I get it. I mean, there's what entertaining, and then for. there's a watermelon for a head that's up there just you know, singing with sleeveless shirt. Anyways, 2016, Kane is out on the road opening for Florida Georgia Line. That same year, he signs with Sony. And folks, the rest is history. You've heard the songs that come out. I mean... The only song that really bothers me in his entire catalog is this one right here. Everybody's talking about heaven like they just can't wait to go. Saying how it's gonna be so good. So Alright, here's the thing. And I had a heated debate with uh, one of my really good friends, Misty, from Tennessee, because she's been on the Kane bandwagon since the YouTube days. And I said, that song... He is basically saying that she's better than heaven. Right or wrong? Am I am I mishearing it? Well, you can look at it one of two ways. You can look at it like he is ultimately saying she's better than heaven. Or you can look at it you know, like he has the utmost respect for God and for Christ and for, you know, heaven. And he is saying that he can't imagine something that's better than, you know, being right there with her. And I understand what you're saying. Like, I see where you're coming from. But uh, I can also see where he's coming from, I think. He's not saying that she's better than heaven. He's saying that if heaven is better than that, it's hard for him to you know comprehend because in that situation, in that moment in time, he feels the best he's ever felt you know, when he's laying next to her. And it might be a little sacrilegious, but 
I mean, I don't know what's going on there. If they're just laying there talking and like yeah, you know, kind of well, scones, maybe. See, I I've, <laughs> I've listened to the song multiple times, and I get to that same line. I don't know how heaven heaven could be much better than this. Now, say he doesn't know right. that God has promised us all that, and mm-hmm. and by no means I'm 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 the biggest sinner that you'll probably ever meet, and I'm just trying to do what's right. I've seen it, but <laughs> <I'm joking. laughs> he's saying I don't know how heaven could be much better than this. Yeah, that's what throws me off because how can you sing along to that song? If that's what you truly think. Now, he could mean it the way that you're presenting it. Okay. I get it. Could you look at it like, you know, Eminem, uh, in the late 90s, he said, uh, I take some kids from him, Columbine, put them all in line at an AK-47, a revolver, and a nine. He's not saying literally to do that. It's just a verse. It's just a line in a song. And it could be... He's just trying to say that she means everything to him instead of taking it, you know, completely literal, you know what I'm saying? Like it's art. It's not necessarily how they believe. He's just trying to get the point across that it she's is the closest thing yeah. to heaven, yeah. right? Mm-hmm. I guess I could see that point of it. Yeah. You know, sometimes I overthink the situation, but yeah. I just I, I don't I don't know. That's the only song that kind of rubs me wrong. Well, you're not the only one. Yeah. You know, there are lots of snowflakes out there these days. Now yeah. hold the fuck up! <laughs> I'm not even close to being in that car. I mean, gosh, but, drew but out like, an honestly, F-bomb. honestly though, do you think that when he gets in front of God and God says? What did you mean when you wrote this song? <laughs> I mean, obviously God's okay with it because he's he's been blessed with that song, yeah, the right. success of it. Yeah. But do you think that it's something that people really think that much into? Or is it just me? I think, you know, once we face our judgment, they're not going to look, <clears throat> God's not going to you know, look at every single little thing. And he's not going to present it to you, yeah. Because he's got a lot of people to talk to, <laughs> you right? Know? So ultimately, it's whether or not he has a salvation and everything from there. If that's the you know worst thing that he does, and he does great the rest of his life, right? Right. I mean, there's yeah, nothing. I I'm not worried about him. Yeah. I'm not, I'll pray for him. Oh but, yeah, absolutely. But, but I mean, yeah, and and I'm not writing him off. Or I'm that not going to condemn him to hell either. It, it's just one song that yeah. is very confusing for somebody like me, who, right. you know, breaks it down. Yeah. Uh, but anyways, we'll move past that song. So here we are. Um, he's got married. He's got some music on the radio. They start popping out babies. October is a great month. Cain. He was born in that month, he was married in that month, and his first daughter was born in that month of 2019. Also, they did a surprise, we got a baby, didn't tell any social media on the second daughter that was born, New Year's Eve of 2021. Mm-hmm. Now, before all this, 2018 CMT collaboral Video Award was with Miss Laura Elena. Yeah. 2018, he wins 
favorite male country artist, favorite country album, favorite country song for heaven. Mm-hmm. He won an award for that. Also, 2018, he was voted the most passionate fan base, his fans. 2019, the American Music Awards, he wins uh, favorite country male artist. 2021, he wins video of the year. Now, I must say, I was, I was, I was thrown off on the other one. You know, yeah. uh, because I really thought that he would win something. Because what I mean when I said throwed off was like I thought CMT had always been good to Kane Brown. Right. I mean, and then when he didn't win nothing, mm-hmm. I mean, he's kind of my poster boy when it comes to CMT. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he you know usually is pushed pretty hard by you know <clears throat> the network. Yeah. And by his fans, so I was kind of surprised he didn't win anything. Although I didn't you know, pick him to win anything. Yeah. So, in, in 2020, when the pandemic was going on, he buys 30 acres, and this home's already there, and country singer Terry Clark used to own that house. Cool. Well, Kane, being the rich million-dollar man that he is, has another house. Yeah. So, Jason Aldean needs a place to stay while he's building yeah. his mansion, so Kane lends it to him, yeah. which is just awesome. But the thing that I like about Kane is... And he also donated $100,000 to the Boys and Girls Club. Mm. And his fans, he has said multiple times, most of Kane Brown fans are 13 and under, and they're little girls that come to his show. And he is such a good... Like I said, the only thing that kind of bugs me is that that song. Uh But he's got to be a good guy for all these girls to be looking up for him. And I just don't see how people can... Truly know Kane Brown and say he's bro country, he's gangster country, because when you really get to know him, he's not none of that. No. I mean, he does a lot of R&B music. I would consider it R&B more so than country. Yeah. But at the same time, he's got some songs that sound like they could have been played in 1998. Well, here's something really cool. So in 2020, when he buys the property, he's out just bullshitting on his property and gets lost in the woods. I was going to ask you, I was gonna ask which you know, property it was it got lost on. Yeah. Now, here's the thing. Everybody's on social media saying, well, a true country boy wouldn't get lost in the woods. Yeah. All right, look, folks. It's 40 degrees. It's dark. His phone dies. He's never been on this property. But before it dies, guess who he calls? Just take a wild guess. Wasn't it 911? Well, yeah, but another country singer. Who would you think Kane would call? Huh. Shoot. I don't know. I'm Morgan Waller. Ryan Upchurch. Ha! Huh, that's great. Yes, because their properties <laughs> are close together. Oh, yeah. And, like, you wouldn't really think that those two would be the type to have each other's phone numbers. Well, I don't know. Do, do you see it? I could see it. Well, that's who he called... Ryan come out, helped him the best that he could, but they did end up having to call the police to get him out. He took a lot of social media crap over there. <laughs> yeah, he did. You know, but <laughs> I, if you've never been on a property like that and it's dark, I don't yeah. care how country you think you are. Well, you know. Yeah, I've been lost in Chicago, Illinois at 2.30 in the morning in February. It is so cold there. It was sleet and freezing rain. 
Um, I had had a few adult beverages. I was 27 blocks away from my hotel. My cell phone went dead. I had no cash. They wouldn't let me into a cab. I was screwed. But I remembered where my you know, hotel was in contrast to the Sears Tower, which is the tallest you know, building in Chicago. Right. So I walked to the Sears Tower, and I knew how to get to my hotel from there. That's the only way I made it home. Wow. I almost froze to death. I was an yeah. icicle when I got back. And wow. Pissed because I got left at the bar. <laughs> but yeah, it was. Yeah. But you you have to remember your landmarks, folks. Right. If you get lost, just remember your landmarks. Yes. <laughs> you know, a lot of times in my job, people say, "Turn next to the white fence and two little trees down there." Uh, and it seems like I meet about fifteen white fences before I get to the address. Oh, yeah. So it has to be distinct yeah. landmarks, like mm -hmm. you're saying. So here we are with some favorite stuff. Fan facts about Kane. Uh, he loves pepperoni pizza. He was going to join the army, but he had tattoos, and they said, "Hey, you got to remove the ones that's on your hand." Supposedly, uh, he cannot stand being barefoot. He stands six foot two inches. His mom and his grandma are his heroes. He has a net worth of six million dollars. I mean, I tell you what. Mr. Kane Brown done good for himself. Oh, yeah, he has. I mean, I'm going to go ahead and say I, I don't have a hypothetical for him. Yeah, I, I don't I don't know enough of his songs. I probably know six songs Yeah, that I could and do that. Um, I don't have a fight song. Okay, well, I'm going to go ahead and rate it. Okay. Are, are you? Did you have anything else you want to say about Kane? I was trying to think. I listened to a few podcasts where he did some interviews, and I uh, was trying to think uh i know he was pretty good at sports in high school yeah he was he was a good athlete yeah. um he looks like he would be yeah, well i mean he's got the build at yeah. six two well i'm gonna put kane at 3.75 and mm -hmm. That's a strong 3.75 out yeah. of 5. Right. Uh, just because I know that Kane is, he's going to hes gonna be a big star. He's yeah. not going to be somebody that only plays county fairs. I mean, yeah. he's hes already doing his own uh, arena tours. So yeah. um, I know that there's going to be room for him to grow. Oh. And I'm going to pray that you people who claim that he's not country, back down, folks. Get to know the artist because I was once just like you. And I feel like that a country artist needs to be a certain way. But yeah. times change. He's a good guy. Go support him. Yeah. Uh, I did you know, mean to bring something else up that I remembered or that I heard. And I was like, oh, I bet Ryan would be interested to know this fact. He also sold out a show with 75,000 people. Do you know that? Where? Houston, Texas. At the rodeo. Yeah. Okay. So Cody Johnson ain't the only one that can do it. No, no, yeah, no, yep, no, yep, no. Yep, 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 The same <laughs> comment that you told me, he only done it because people were coming to see the rodeo. It doesn't change okay. the fact what you hey, said about Cody Johnson. Hey, I get it. But I agree with it. I want you to see no, that point I as well. I want you to see that you saying Cody Johnson, that's impressive, 75,000 people. It is. It is. But yeah, I was, how <laughs> many Brown of them were it. coming to well, see the rodeo? Well, Kane Brown did it too. Same comment. So do you? Or do you think Cody Johnson's better than Kane Brown? I think they're close, 
And, and I mean... That shocked me right there. I know. I know. Because I got to know Kane. Right. Obviously, if you put the two standing side by side, I would say Cody is a country singer. Yeah. Kane, I'm not sure. Without hearing them sing. Looking at them, yeah. Kane is a modern day... And, and I know people are going to hate me for saying this. He's kind of a modern day Randy Travis. Because he's deepness. Yeah. Okay. Will he ever have digging up bones and forever uh, amen? That's, no. That's yet to be seen. I, I mean, he may. Yeah. But I don't think he'll have those. But he has that voice. And that actually, comes natural. It's kind of it's kind of funny you say it. Randy Travis loves Kane Brown. He does. He they does. got to meet one time, uh, multiple times. Yeah. But uh, yeah. he had to get up on stage somewhere and accept an award. Randy Travis did, and. He didn't want anybody else up there except for Kane Brown. Wow. He wanted Kane Brown you know, to hold him so he could stand up. Isn't that something? Because he has that much respect for Kane Brown. I think it's fantastic. Uh, also, uh, do you remember the CMT? I think it was a C- it was either the CMT Awards in 2020. It's one where he sang Three Wooden Crosses. Well, no, I'm talking about another event where his drummer was killed in a car wreck, and he dedicated his performance uh, to his drummer. And a lot of artists, you know, they... Nowadays, with social media, the band is almost at a famous status. They got their own Facebooks that have the blue check mark. That's good. I mean, it is. It needs to be like that. Because they're just as big a part of the band as the lead singer. The lead singer just gets all the glory. They're they're getting more respect nowadays than they ever have. That's great. I like that. Because they used to be just a hired gun. Right. And nowadays, they all have their own social media accounts and stuff like that. Mm -hmm. So. Where do you put Kane on your rating? I put him at a three just because he's young and he has a long career ahead of him. But, I mean, up to this point, I'm impressed with what he's done. And uh, I look forward to you know, seeing what he can you know, come up with in the future. Okay. Yeah. Good deal. That's, that's what I got. Well, the poll that I want to ask you guys is the song Heaven. Did he mean it in Ryan's terms? Or Jordan's terms. Mm-hmm. That's going to be the poll that we post. Let us know what you think about Kane Brown's heaven. Yep. Sounds good. All right, folks. Till next time. Hasta mañana. Hey, honey. I wanted to add this at the end just so you had to you know, listen to the entire episode before you got to it. I love you. I loved every part of the past you know, seven years. It's not always been easy. It's not always been all that fun, much fun, but I mean, it's been it's been perfect. Um, I want to thank you for our two beautiful you know, children and this amazing home and life that we share. I appreciate it more than you'll ever know. I love you. I'm thinking about. People fall in love in mysterious ways Maybe just the touch of a hand Well, me, I fall in love with you every single day And I just want to tell you I am So, honey, now This here podcast was prepared and accomplished by the country music critic Views and opinions expressed on the Country Music Critic are not necessarily those of the guests, sponsors, or anyone associated with the production of this here podcast. 
The Country Music Critic releases itself from all misrepresentation. Any information shared on this podcast was researched and obtained using the World Wide Web, a.k.a. the interweb. Comments made on the Country Music Critic are meant to be informative, comical, or just plain silly, and not meant to defame, asperse, calumniate, slander, traduce, vilify, or be malign in any way. Why do you boys consistently make me say all of them tough words? Don't like it. Thanks for joining us on the Country Music Critic, and we'll catch you all next time.